Hey friends, Doug Addison here. Welcome to another Spirit Connection podcast. You know, God is speaking all the time through the Bible, through music, songs on the radio, and dreams, visions, and angelic encounters, especially right now, during this time. This is a season in which God wants to open the heavens over you. The heavens are open to hear God clearly during this time. We can gain greater revelation about our calling, resolution to our problems, even deeper understanding into relationships, money issues. God will give us strategies to get out of debt. You name it. God is releasing it right now. Mysteries and understanding. And one of the things that God's doing is opening up dreams, visions, and angelic supernatural encounters. So I'm going to talk about the basics on understanding dreams I'm going to cover dream interpretation, biblical understanding about it. Also talk about destiny dreams that reveal your life calling. Five common dreams that everyone's having. I bet you've had one too. Flying, falling, there's things like that. Also, dreams in the Bible. There's lots more we're going to cover here. So if you or someone you know is a dreamer, you don't want to miss this. Get out some notepads or whatever you need to do. Also, stay tuned to the end because I'm going to do a powerful activation prayer. But we'll start out right now. Lord, we just ask you to open the heavens that we can understand dreams, that you can open our spirits to hear your voice. Lord, you said we must understand parables and dreams are like night parables. So, Lord, we pray right now for the understanding of supernatural and spiritual things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, you know, everyone dreams, yet the vast majority of people don't understand your dreams. How do we know that? Well, because, you know, you can go to the coffee pot at work and they're talking about their dreams, but you don't really see a group of people standing at the coffee pot telling the meaning of the dreams. You don't hear a lot about the meanings. There's always the scratch the head and say, hmm, I wonder what that meant. You know what? That's because there's been a disconnection with the supernatural in our daily lives. I've interpreted well over 30,000 dreams. I've trained tens of thousands of dream interpreters over the years. And when I first started out, I was accused by many Christians as being New Age, being a heresy, using occult practices. When I talked about dream interpretation, my goodness, did you know that over a third of the Bible is made up of dreams and visions? So why was I getting beat up by Christians and churches is because we've let go of the supernatural side of God. But I want to tell you, as long as you're using the Bible as your basis for understanding symbolism and metaphor and the Holy Spirit as your guide, it is actually safe to do dream interpretation. If you read the book of Matthew, the coming of Jesus Christ himself was announced in dreams. There was also strategies to save the baby Jesus's life. The apostle Paul was guided through dreams. So what happened? Well, about a hundred years ago, many Christians started to believe that the supernatural side of God no longer exists, that the Holy Spirit is here for salvation only. We now have the Bible, but some people have forgotten we need the Holy Spirit to tell us what's in the Holy Bible, right? But fear came in. People got afraid of being deceived They got rid of spiritual, supernatural discernment. So when we did that, my goodness, 
There was so much fear that people lost track of how God speaks. And you know what? When we get disconnected from hearing God through the Holy Spirit, that's when it gets difficult. We lose a connection with the amazing side of God. The fact that God still wants to speak to you, that he still speaks today. Now, for sure, not all dreams are from God. But once you understand them, you can use almost any dream to change your life in some way. Even nightmares point towards the plans of the enemy. Now, we see this in Daniel chapter 4 with King Nebuchadnezzar. He had a nightmare. Daniel interpreted that dream which, by the way, had an angel in it. There was an angel of the Lord in his nightmare. And he could have saved King Nebuchadnezzar from losing his kingdom and his mind for seven years. But that didn't happen. However, that was an indicator that the Lord can speak through all types of dreams, including nightmares. I don't know if you've heard my story, my testimony. When I was 19 years old, I had actually left the Christian life a few years before I had gotten on drugs, and I had a radical encounter with Jesus in a breakthrough dream. It was a nightmare that I had been having, a reoccurring nightmare of running and being chased by something evil. Then when I was 19, I just felt like I needed a breakthrough. And so I had a breakthrough dream, and I stayed asleep, and I saw a blinding white light, and the Lord basically visited me, and I gave my life back to Jesus living in a drug house, and I I have a stand-up comedy routine, How to Mess Up a Drug House by Doug Addison, and this is why I help people today, because I was radically impacted with a dream. Now, understanding that we are actually in the future now, in Acts 2, 17 and 18, Peter says, I will pour out my spirit out on all people. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days and they will prophesy. So for those people who believe that the gifts of the spirit are not for today, don't understand that this is the last day's prophecy. Prophecy dreams and visions are going to become more prevalent. And that's what's going on right now. That's why we have a lot of people saying, You know, I'm spiritual, but I'm not religious. And that's because the Holy Spirit is moving everywhere. But many Christians let go of the understanding of this stuff. That's why we have our work cut out for us. And I became one of the forerunners years ago in prophetic evangelism and launching dream outreach teams. Starting in about 2002, went all over the world, launching these outreach teams, interpreting dreams, giving people prophetic words, because God is moving, I tell you. This is a time that it's so exciting to be alive and people are having dreams all the time. So why don't we understand them? You know, I ever hear that everywhere you go. I just had a dream last night. Well, let me give you a brief overview. What negatively affected dream interpretation? Well, the first thing is a spirit of unbelief crept into many Christians. We stop believing that God could speak this way. Or we stop believing in the Holy Spirit. Jesus could not perform miracles around that spirit of unbelief. You know that? He had actually leave certain towns. Jesus himself couldn't operate under unbelief. Another thing that negatively affected dream interpretation is focusing too heavy on thinking logically and leaving no room for the supernatural side of God. 
wow, this is so important. We try to figure things out logically, but God's outside of that. I've seen that in my own life so many times. That's why you need a miracle sometimes to get a breakthrough. Another thing is using dream interpretation symbols books that don't line up with the Bible. This is why we are not seeing the accurate interpretation of dreams. And you can take any dream in the Bible, like the butler and the baker dream in Genesis 40, apply the modern day popular methods that are not lined up with the Holy Spirit, and you will not come up with the same thing that God did. And so that shows that they're not spirit driven. Another thing that negatively affected dream interpretation today is the overfocus on psychology. I have a chapter in one of my books called Freud, Young, and Jesus. Over 100 years ago, dream interpretation became popular in psychology. Sigmund Freud, then the Carl Jung, the Jungian dream interpretive method, which, by the way, will not give you the same thing that God said in the Bible. So many people have been trained in these ways And they are not how God speaks today. Now, I'm not trying to be judgmental. I know that my wife is a trained marriage family therapist, and she learned the Jungian dream interpretive method. Then when we learned the spirit-led method, wow, we saw a big change. God speaks through the Holy Spirit. And here's the basic difference between the popular methods of today and the spirit-led method of the Bible. The modern-day versions believe that the dream is coming from inside you. Inside you is trying to cry out and tell you something's wrong, and so you need this dream work, so to speak, for it to work its way out. Well, the biblical understanding of how God speaks is it comes from outside in, from heaven to earth, Holy Spirit to you. So that's one of the basic differences is that We don't have things coming from inside of us, though, you know, some of these methods might help a little bit. Psychology can help in some ways, but a spirit-led dream interpretation can change your life radically, like as it did with me. You know, I wrote a book called Understand Your Dreams Now, Spiritual Dream Interpretation. And because there's such a difference between the psychological methods today And that found in the Bible, many people would stand up to argue with me when I went out years ago. I used to focus my ministry almost, I mean, I don't know if it was almost, but a lot of it was on dream interpretation. Now I help people hear God in all the different ways. I don't just limit it with dreams, but boy, do we ever need to understand dreams. Some people say that Jesus didn't train us on interpreting dreams. They say, well, I don't see Jesus interpreting dreams in the Bible. Well, The answer is actually quite simple. They were already understanding their dreams. Obviously, we see it with Joseph, who was the husband of Mary, who had the baby Jesus. He understood his dreams. We saw the apostle Paul understood his dreams. We see it in the Bible. So they didn't have to train you how to interpret dreams in the Bible because they hadn't let go of it like we have. So the popular non-spirit-led methods tend to see a dream and symbols representing various aspects of our life. For example, crying baby is probably an area in your life that you are neglecting. That's actually the non-spirit-led, but that's not the way it is in the Bible. We don't actually see a baby in the Bible, 
But we do see some symbolism of what those babies mean. They represent new life. They represent ministries, jobs, and creation. And so to understand a dream, we must first allow the Holy Spirit to guide us into an interpretive and application process. I've been interpreting dreams for a number of years. and I've actually been dreaming way longer. I can remember my first prophetic dream at age five. And I know this because I remember the house we lived in. I went with my mom in the dream and my brother and sisters to the IGA grocery store up the street. The store manager took me to a back shelf where there was a box full of musical instruments for my family. He pulled the box out, handed it to me, my brothers and sisters, and my mom. Then we went for a parade down a street we lived on called James Street. And, you know, that was so real. As a five-year-old, when I woke up, I insisted my mom take me to the IGA. I insisted that there had to be this box of musical instruments. They all laughed at me. But, you know, today I understand that. My goodness, that's a, that's a full-blown prophetic dream. Back then, we didn't get it. I understand that the shop owner represented the Lord. The box of the musical instruments represented spiritual gifts and talents, not necessarily just music, though some of it was. Then the Lord was calling us to receive these things. The parade was a celebration in which the Lord was wanting us to have joy because we were about to walk through a really rough time. And James James Street represented a major gift or calling that was upon my mother, and I received that because James one twenty seven really impacted my life later. True religion that God our Father accepts as pure and faultless is to look after orphans and widows in their distress and keep oneself from being polluted by the world. Later on, I actually began to minister that. I went to minister to widows and orphans and help people who are in distress. And I looked at my mom's gift. That's what she had. We had the gift of helps. And it was a prophetic act at age five that we lived on James Street. And that I had this dream. But then we walked through a difficult time after that. Now listen, children's dreams are very important. Our children's spiritual gifts actually don't wait till you get to be a certain age to activate. In fact, children are already moving in their gifts, though you may not understand these things. In Genesis 37, the young boy, Joseph, who was the dream interpreter of the Old Testament, also Daniel came later. But his father and his mother did not understand the dreams that Joseph had. Now check this out. I believe that Joseph's father, that was Jacob, later became Israel, had dreams as a result of Joseph being in the womb. You can check it out yourself in Genesis 30 that Jacob got dreams from the Lord, and it was a strategy on how to overcome being ripped off by his father-in-law, Laban. And then you'll notice this, Genesis 30, 23, this is when it started. You'll see it. Rachel became pregnant with Joseph then immediately you'll see his father, Jacob, getting a strategy through dreams. I'm convinced it was the anointing for dreams on the baby Joseph that came into the house and changed things around and actually set him free. Wow. I'm seeing that because of my own life. I'm seeing that because I've watched it with other people, and especially when I meet kids. 
I see those gifts activating, though we don't understand them. That's why we need to understand dreams. Now, let me give you a basic understanding of dream interpretation. Because it's very subjective. One dream might be different from another, and there might be a symbol that means one thing. It just depends. But, you know, dreams are similar to night parables. Jesus told us in Matthew 13, we must understand parables in order to have eyes to see and ears to hear. Dreams are very, very similar to night parables. And, you know, you cannot interpret a dream accurately by just using a list of symbols only, like a symbols book. That will get you off track. We need them as a guideline, and we need to use them, you know, sparingly. But the context of the symbol really matters. So people will come up to me and says, so what does blue mean? Well, I don't know. Is it blue in the sky or the rainbow that's over you on a bright day? Or is it blue in the eye of the dinosaur about to kill you? See, that's context. You know, it depends on if it's good or is it bad. Depends on how it comes. So we have to learn to receive things or look at things in the context which it came to you. Let's take a look at dreams in the Bible. There are two major dream interpreters in the Old Testament. Joseph in Genesis 40 and 41 and the book of Daniel. Both cases, dream interpretation changed the course of history. So the popular dream interpretive method that was being used during the time of Joseph in Genesis 40, 41 could not interpret a dream from God. The same with Daniel. Now, this is what I was saying. The popular method today will not give you the appropriate or accurate dream interpretation. That's why you see people talking about their dreams, but they don't get that spirit-led impact like you'll see when you get a dream interpretation that comes from the Lord. And I tell you, I've been doing this so long. We go out and do outreaches and do things like that or interpret dreams even in the church, and I meet people that say, I've had a dream that no one's been able to interpret. And I had it about 20 years ago. And I usually joke and I say, Oh, wow, you won't believe this. I specialize in interpreting dreams that no one can understand because if people are saying that, that means that dream's probably from God. They have not had a spirit-led dream interpretation, the same with Nebuchadnezzar in the book of Daniel. We need to show up and interpret these dreams. It's so much fun. Dreams and visions are actually very similar. Dreams are symbolic. Visions are literal. So you can actually have a dream-like picture, metaphoric picture, symbolic picture while you're awake. Those are those little pictures in your mind, you know, that might not make sense. You see a bird flying and you see something exploding or, you know, you'll see a butterfly. And it's not a dream, but it's symbolic. You know, a dream and a vision are misunderstood. Some people think dreams are only at night. Visions are those things that you see, like pictures while you're praying. But actually, dreams are symbolic. Visions are literal. So if you have a dream where everything lines up and it's exactly what it tells you, that's a vision. doesn't really matter. I just want to tell you that, you know, when you see a dream, anything that's symbolic, you need to interpret it. Anything that's literal, you don't need interpretation. You need something called application. And I go into this in my dream training on how to recognize the two of them and how to respond. There's many different types of dreams. There's destiny dreams. These are the ones that tell you about your life calling. 
that dream I had when I was five years old, that was actually a destiny dream. Talked about spiritual gifts. It talked about music. I ended up going into music later. It talked about different things that had not yet taken place. It was also a prophetic dream. But prophetic dreams can reveal the future or the past because the prophetic is not just the future. Part of prophecy is words of knowledge. Words of knowledge are about today, you know, the current situation or the past. And you'll find this in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. So the prophetic dreams reveal things. You can have a healing dream. I actually got healed in a dream and I had hurt myself and I, I was sleeping and an angel comes in, lays hands on me in the dream and I woke up better. You can have healing dreams emotionally, you know, where you receive healing. I also got healed of a really hard time when I was a kid. You know, my father died. He was electrocuted when I was 10 years old. I had a difficult time. I never got to say goodbye to him. And I had a dream in which he came up to me and hugged me. And he went into this brilliant white light. That was a healing dream. I got over it after that. You can have reoccurring dreams. Now, these are things that it's either the attack of the enemy or it's something God wants to point out to you. And it reoccurs until you do something or take care of it or the season changes. You can have nightmares or scary dreams, which I've touched on. Spiritual warfare dreams. I just had one. There was so much battle going on. People had guns and they were shooting. You ever have one of those dreams where, you know, you have a gun and there's an enemy right there and then you shoot it and, you know, the bullet just comes and falls like a thud in front of you. That's showing that you need to step up with your spiritual warfare. Or you can have spiritual warfare dreams where you go to say, in the name of and you can't say the name of Jesus. That's showing you that the enemy's trying to hold back your authority. You can have a prayer strategy dream. Tells you how to pray for your situation. I had a prayer strategy dream years ago. which showed me how to save my strawberry patch that was being eaten by snails. Believe it or not, I went out the next day in, in reality. And I was really like the strawberry patch that we had in our garden. And it was getting gobbled up. And then I had a dream could have been a prophetic dream, but it was a prayer strategy because I was already been praying. Then guess what? I was able to find it. Then also in prayer strategy dreams, the Lord shows you how to pray. They go hand in hand with many different things. Now there's lots of different types of dreams. Those are the basics. I want to cover five of the most common dreams you're ever going to see. In fact, I train my outreach teams uh, to learn and understand at least these five. There's about 20, but at least these five, you could walk into a Starbucks right now and shout out these five dreams. And I tell you, 99% of the people are already having them. This is why it's cool to understand these because they help to be an icebreaker to talk to other people. Now it helps to understand how to interpret dreams, but you can actually start with this one. It may be you are having some of these. Common dream number one is teeth coming loose or falling out. People are having this all the time. And when you find someone, or maybe you yourself, are having this dream, that means that you need wisdom or understanding. Think about it metaphorically. Let me teach you how to understand this because you don't really see this in the Bible, but you do see something similar. You see 
John or Ezekiel being given a scroll. Here, eat this, they said. Right? They didn't mean to literally eat it. They meant to understand it. So if your teeth are coming loose, then you're lacking understanding. You need wisdom. Maybe there's a decision that you need to make. I love ministering to people over this one because then you can give the Holy Spirit wisdom to them. Next one is flying. Wow, flying without an airplane. Oh, do I ever love to fly. This shows that you either have a higher calling of God or a destiny, or you're very creative. There's something that you need to go and rise above. Now, there's different flying dreams. If you're flapping your arms in the flying dream, that means you're using your own effort, and you need to rely more on God or slow down. Maybe that you're flying over a certain area. Maybe you have some type of calling to that area. There's all types of context. That's what that is, context. But flying dreams are great. If you used to have them and you don't anymore, oh boy, you'll want to get back to it. Ask the Lord to give you those flying dreams again. They talk about being able to go to new levels. And if you can control the way you fly in the dream, that's showing that you're maturing right now. Number three of the most popular dreams is having a baby or being pregnant. I could minister all day long on this one. I tell you, I go into different places to speak, whether it's inside the church or outside. doesn't matter. People are having this dream. It represents something new coming, a new gift, a new anointing, a new business, a new idea. Something new is coming to you. Now, what's the context? Maybe it's twins or triplets. Then it's going to be double or triple anointing or blessing. Or maybe the baby was born and was given away to someone else. That means that you had an idea that was actually given to someone else. Or maybe it's the other way around. You were given a baby. That's the one I see most. In fact, I get that one all the time. That means God's giving you something that someone else laid down. Did you notice if the baby suddenly was walking, had teeth, you know, it was talking at a young age? That's very common. That's showing that the gift or whatever it is that God's bringing to you is going to mature quickly. Well, there's all types of baby dreams. We could keep going. But here's another one. Being naked in public. Notice in the dream, when you show up without your clothes, people don't usually notice. That's really important because it's not about you being naked. It's about the fact that you're being open and vulnerable or the Lord's calling you to be open and vulnerable right now. And that's what that means, that you need to open up with people. And it's very similar to, you'll see the same type of dream, naked in public, also going to the bathroom in public. That means you're going to go through some cleansing time, and others will will be uh, aware of it, maybe even help you out. So naked in public is actually not a bad dream. Maybe you just forgot one part of your clothing, like your top, or maybe your shoes. Well, shoes represent the readiness to share the gospel of peace, so you're lacking peace. Maybe your pants are gone, but the rest of your clothes are on. That means that you're lacking something you need to walk in. And if your top is off, that represents you being called to be a nurturer. This is metaphoric or symbolic understanding that you get after you start studying parables and things like that, and we go into more details. The fifth common dream is running or being chased. People are having this all the time, and I say, That's actually a good dream. I shared already the dream when I was 19 years old, running and being chased, reoccurring nightmare. Why would Satan work overtime on you, 
unless you're a threat. So this running or being chased dream is actually a good dream. People don't realize that, but it is. All you have to do is overcome this thing, whatever it is. It's usually fear. It's usually just a plan of the enemy to not get you there. But I tell you, Satan would not work overtime on you during your dream life if you did not have the higher calling of God. Now, this goes right into dealing with negative dreams because that's what it is. If you're having these negative nightmares, they actually can represent the fact that you have a high calling or a greater destiny in your life. They could be your own fears that you need to work through. God's intentions are usually opposite of those negative dreams. Again, why would something evil be trying to stop you unless you have a high call of God on your life? This is so important to understand. So once you can see that, then you can take a negative dream, read Daniel 4, and see what Daniel did with Nebuchadnezzar. You'll see that a negative dream can be flipped around, and you can find something positive from it. Now, here's some basic steps to understanding your dreams. First of all, write them down, record them in some way on a journal or in a computer, whatever you want. I like using a computer because if you're like me, I dream a lot. So I try to capture the dream. First, I just try to do a few things. If you're having trouble remembering your dreams, put a a pad of paper next to you on the bed and just do some bullet points. That's what I do. It will jog my memory the next day so that I can remember those bullet points and then fill them in. First thing, ask God for the meaning. Don't just, you know, reach out to someone else. Don't just start Googling it. First thing is you want to ask God. Matthew 6, 33, seek first the kingdom of God. So ask the Lord to give you the meaning. Begin to notice patterns or repeated symbols in your dreams. Then break your dream down to three to four main points. This is the hardest thing for people, especially Christians, because they think that more is better, but actually less is more when it comes to prophetic symbolism. That's why when Jesus interpreted the parables, they were very short. He didn't go into the details because it would get cloudy. You don't want to get into the big details of things, you know, like the parable of the mustard seed. You know, it was the smallest seed that produced the biggest tree. And he said, that's like faith. He didn't go into the color of the seed, how he felt, you know, whether someone was wearing the same sweater you saw on your pastor. You know, all those details will work in the application later, but you need to learn to break that dream down to its really the smallest form. Then do some research, Google it, respond to what God says to you. That's what's going to help is when you activate these things. Now, one way you can respond is by getting some deeper training. So I'm going to do a special online training workshop. It's called Dreams and Angelic Encounters, Understanding the Language of Heaven. It's September 22nd, 2018, 10 a.m. to noon. And there's a small charge for it. It's $37 for the two hours. Uh, You know, that's cheaper than a cup of coffee each day. You will get more out of this than you will for a month full of Starbucks, I guarantee you. And you get to keep the notes, and I will cover all all kinds of details on how to interpret your dreams, as well as those of children interacting with angels, understanding the details of these things. Now, people are asking me, you know, what's the difference of this one and the other ones? Well, actually, I haven't done a live dream interpretation 
online training like this for two and a half years. So yes, I will cover some of the basics because you need to get it in your spirit. It needs to become automatic, but I'm going to update it with the latest things for this season. And you get to watch me interpret dreams using my online electronic whiteboard. This is the important thing because I'm going to give you my accelerated dream understanding method. When I say method, it's just like tracks to roll on. Once you get this down and once you start seeing someone who knows how to do it, do it. That's how you learn. So what I'm going to do with the accelerated dream learning model that that the Lord gave me, it's actually a strategy, is I take the end and bring it to the beginning. Because, you know, in the Bible, the first will be last. You know, everything's mixed around. You know, the last will be first and things like that. So listen, I bring the end to the beginning. So I start telling you about the four things that I look for as someone who's interpreted dreams for a long time, right up front, when we start interpreting dreams, then you start interpreting the dreams through the eyes of someone who's actually been able to see this through those eyes in other words and what plus we use the holy spirit we use the bible things like that so i took this interpretive method i tested it thoroughly i hate calling it a method but i took it tested it thoroughly on people and i found that people who took just a couple hours of training actually using this method actually caught on quicker than those who may have taken years or months and months because it activates you in it so just go to my website, dougaddis.com. It's going to be great. And if you can't be there live, you can always watch the replay. Plus, we give you the notes. All right. Let me pray right now and activate this. Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus. Open up the heavens for dream interpretation, for the understanding of dreams and visions in our life. Lord, open it up over us. I pray that each person listening right now would have an infusion of the Holy Spirit would have a greater understanding of what you're saying right now and also would be activated in the angelic into understanding metaphor, understanding parables, eyes to see and ears to hear in Jesus' name. Amen. Go to my website, DougAddison.com, and while you're there, be sure to pick up my free ebook called Four Keys That Change Your Life. Okay, everybody, see you soon. Thanks for listening to Spirit Connection with Doug Addison. Connect with him online at DougAddison.com.